0: We're going to talk about a herb that is everywhere, and that's thyme. And it's a really super interesting herb. It's definitely another 2020 herb, and you don't use it in high dose either. So of course it's absolutely perfect to go in the herbal remedies where we want to keep it quite a low dose herbal. And you can use it fresh from the plant, of course, you know, it can go in the cooking. And of course you can use the dried, and the thyme as a herb is just phenomenal. Hello and welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bite Size podcast and mentoring with Geraldine. And I'm very lucky to have Christine from the Herbal Extract Company in Sydney with us again today. And um, we're going to talk about a herb that is everywhere and that you've all got in your garden or if you haven't got it in the garden, the neighbor probably has. And that's thyme. And it's a really super interesting herb. And it's one that I think is every herbalist has on their shelf. And, you know, mixed with the other herbs is amazing, amazing remedy so um tell us about it christine it's very exciting it's got lots of stories and um, yes
1: it does i mean it's traditionally as you said it's part of every herb garden even the most modest herb garden will have time in it and it's got such a wide reputation not just medicinally but culinary as well yeah you know i have a um, raw material here um and everyone will probably recognize this from their spice rack as well
0: yes thyme um, and everything
1: and you know so it ha- has this wonderful aroma and reminds me of breakfast mushrooms or something. <laughs> like <laughs> the culinary. Um, but now because of that, it's become the mainstay of the modern material medica, I think, as you yeah. said it everywhere. And it has, while well, we're doing that, I'll just show you our our time. That's, oh, it's very like, yeah, it's very dense and rich. Very Even with essential oil, like the oils get extracted. Mm. And it has that beautiful time smell to it yeah. uh yes yeah, so it has a, a really long history not unlike the other herb we recently spoke about ivy leaf yes uh, for yeah. cots mm. again a, a wonderful herb for our modern time um, and it's good for children as well so similar in that way to ivy leaf um, but it's been used for thousands like more than Over 4,000 years ago, Hippocrates, the father of medicine, and um, also Dioscorides, you know, the Greek physician from the first century, they were both using it for respiratory disorders. Wow. So this is traditional medicine. It really is, isn't it? Um, And it continues to be one of the most recommended herbs for that indication for coughs and Mm -hmm. respiratory disorders. Mm, Yeah. You've got
0: some in your latest monograph. You had some really interesting stuff about um, Nicholas Culpepper. So if you read about Nicholas Culpepper, of course, he recommends everything for everything. So including a snake bite. But he is (laughs) one of the people that really got it out there. He got us all studying it because he wrote so much. And but his comment that you've put in the not the monograph in the highlight is. He says about time, it's a noble strengthener of the lungs, as notable as one as grows. Neither is there scarce a better remedy growing for that disease in children which they commonly call The chin cough, so whooping cough is what they used it for back in the day. Of course, now antibiotics. So it purges the body of phlegm. It's an excellent remedy for the shortness of breath. It kills worms in the belly and being a notable herb of Venus, provokes the terms menstruation, gives safe and speedy delivery to women in prevail, which is labor, and brings away the afterbirth. And I love this bed, And it is so harmless. You need not fear the use of it.
1: I think he sums it up perfectly, like the modern use. Mm. Yeah, it's still um, known for this. Yep, it's we're still using it. Yeah,
0: yeah, still using it for all of those things. So one, um, I mean, we do see people with the aftermath of whooping cough who've had the antibiotics and they still have the cough, and um, and it's certainly indicated for that. This being a public podcast, obviously, we do have to re- recommend the um, use of antibiotics in whooping cough and see your doctor if you have whooping cough because it's contagious. So one, um, now there. I love the fact about the lymph gland as well that you found.
1: Yes, well, you might have heard of the thymus gland, yeah, which is, um, a lymph gland in the, ch- you know, in the chest area. Um, and it actually was named after Time. Time's botanical name is Thymus vulgaris. Mm-hmm. And um, like uh, medieval anatomists yep. named the thymus gland after thymus vulgaris because uh it apparently looked uh, not unlike the leaves the tiny little leaves so which is what we use in in our medicine um so you, ha- you may have heard of rosemary gladstar she's like a yes. the, you know the herbal medicine doyen from um america yep and um she actually says that it's really good for the thymus gland as well oh, funnily sure. enough like doctrine of signatures Yes. Which is the primary gland of the immune system. And she said it often you don't hear about it much because it atrophies as we get older. From about um 13 to 14, it starts to shrink. However, she says that the thymus glands said to school to teach, you know, so quote from her to train the helper T cells, which mm-hmm. are arguably the most important cells in the in adaptive immunity. So yes. when we are exposed to something, you know adaptive immunity is activated by pathogens and the t helper cells are the most important part of that immunity so the thymus gland is there to school and teach and train the t helper cells from our adaptive immunity system and um she said um so basically how to fight infection and deep-seated infection so um, that's what the thymus gland is for and time is very good for the thymus gland. So she said, yeah, it's, it's the best herb for colds and flus and, and fighting infection. So um, she, she says one can never have too much time, and I mean that literally as well. Uh, I think this plant is really way under use in our modern Materia Medica yes. and in modern herbalism. And um, She said it's prolific, it's sustainable, it grows easily in all climates. We have so many different varieties. It's beloved by pollinators. Why? Mm-hmm we have it yes um, she's, she uses time a lot and because she feels it's abundant and she says it's a herb of our time yes. <laughs> <laughs> Heard about time. and the thing oh, is I, I mean it's,
0: <laughs> it's definitely another 2020 herb and you don't use it in high dose either so of course it's absolutely perfect to go in the herbal remedies where we want to keep it quite a low dose herbal so they you know people who are complaining about the flavor or children who don't want to drink it so it's a really good one to have as part of everything as part of your foods so you know all through winter of course people put it in their soups mm-hmm. and they put it well in the summer I guess they put it on their pizzas when they eat pizza obviously with the gluten-free Nice. We'll just mention that, but you know, but yeah, it's just it is. I mean, it's been around for four thousand years, and it was on the papyrus as well from the Egyptian. So it really has been out there and saying, "Hey, you need me," and it grows so easily. I mean, I've got two different ones in my garden yeah. at the moment. So, and you can use it fresh from the plant, of course. You know, that can go in the cooking, and of course, you can use the dried and the the thyme as a herb. You know, thymus vulgaris is just phenomenal. It's just a brilliant. Right in a
1: coffee, a herbal coffee. Mm. Stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah, herbal cough mixture is the way to go with a bit of time in there because it does, it kills off those bugs as well as it, you know, heals and restores and repairs and supports. So, and helps that cough. So, it's a fantastic, fantastic herb. So, one, um, right. Well, I mean, I think this one's turned into quite a quick one, but um, I think we will leave it there because it's a good one. It's definitely a goodie and we've all got it on our shelves and you'll find it in, you know, tablet form. But that's very different to having it as that liquid and getting all of those essential oils and the organoleptics. And everything through that herbal extract as we use it as herbalists so it's an amazing amazing herb so thank you very much christine it was a very quick one today and um but that's completely cool because you know we've all got things to do and i'm sure everyone is just taking a moment to catch up with the podcast and all of the interesting information that i give you all on a regular basis so i will see you very soon christine thank you so so much for being with us again today Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.